And now, live from the shadow of America's mountain, this is Rocky Mountain Revival Radio. All right, welcome to Rocky Mountain Revival Radio. I'm your host, Heath, and with me as always are my amazing co-hosts, Ethan. How you doing? Good, yeah. Doing great, thanks. And Michael, how you doing, buddy? I'm excited. <laughs> that is great. I'm excited to be with you all. Just want to uh, plug a couple things really quick. Remember to uh, check out the website at rmrr.live. Uh, we do also have the Twitter page, the Twitch page. We've got YouTube page. We got everything. But the links to everything is going to be on rmrr.live at the top. There's a link tree there. Click there. Check out all the stuff. Like us, of course. Um, how could you not like us? Um, also want to mention really quickly, if you need a comment uh, or feedback on the show, you want to be a guest, there's a page to do that. There's also a place where you can actually uh, request prayer as well. And Michael, Ethan, and I would love to pray with you guys. Um, all right. So we're excited. We're ready to get into this. Um, all right. So today's uh, show is going to be about discipleship. And I just wanted to pull up a couple biblical references before we dig into the heart of the matter. Um, the first one is 2 Timothy 2, verse 2. All the things that you have heard from me among many witnesses, commit these to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. Uh, the second verse is going to come to you out of Matthew 28, 18 through 20. Then Jesus came to them and said, all authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I'm with you always to the very end of the age. So uh, discipleship, Michael, what, uh, what, are your, what are your thoughts? What do you, what do you got uh, pressing from the Holy Spirit on discipleship at this moment? Discipleship is a lifestyle. Um, you're either being discipled or you're, you're kind of into maybe of a, of a teamwork discipleship pattern or you are discipling. Um, I'm going to quote a verse now. First uh, Corinthians 14, 26, part B. Um, with the understanding, this is about conduct, about gifts and gifting, giftings of the Holy Spirit. However, super in context of discipleship uh, within a church setting, all of these things must be done for the strengthening of the church. And then 1 Corinthians 14, 29, two or three prophets should speak and the other should weigh carefully what is said. Um, in discipleship um, is where a lot of supernatural uh, learning and passing on of the gifts uh, <clears throat> of Christ manifest in one person to another, um, but also, but also, uh, Christ is the giver of the gifts, uh, or and this and the Spirit, actually, depending on the the gifting. Um, but I would say that the Spirit chooses, even in a discipleship format what kind of giftings uh, are being imparted um Heath do you know what I mean by that um I I think so actually um they're they're actually those scriptures have a lot of a lot of meat to them um so I I I honestly was was focusing on something you said initially um about uh prophets and we haven't had a chance to talk about those much on the show 
Um, and I don't want to sidetrack too much, but I think that there's an interesting point about the prophetic there um, in that verse, as well as the whole concept of discipleship itself and what um, Christ exhibiting that uh, with um, his disciples and, and what really that meant um, for um, for shaping things to come. Um, and I know I did not answer your question with that, so you're welcome. <laughs> Well, yeah. And, and whether you're, well, let's, let's tie it in like this. So whether you're a prophet or you, you're experiencing the prophetic gifting, um, you're a pastor and you're experiencing the pastoral gifting, or you're just, you, you just found yourself speaking in tongues in church the, you know, last week, um, in a discipleship relationship, those things are edified and further, um, amounts of gifting are given, um, uh, sometimes imparted from the let's just call it teacher student relationship or um just the spirit will bless um will bless and the person will just be growing uh kind of depending on the hunger of of the student and the teacher but i am a byproduct of discipleship um i was discipled by uh a man of god who um very he was very um very knowledgeable in the scripture um in and i would say an apostolic level of teaching and 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 the revelation and the power of the word were always present but i i was learned um i was learned i was taught uh to um to go very in depth in the scriptures and, and at my baptism in the Holy spirit, I, I did not immediately start speaking uh, in tongues or praying in the spirit, but I was kind of lit on fire in the word. The word was um, became very present within me and alive. Like it never had been before. And so just spending time with uh, pastor Roger, um, was crucial to my formation, but the supernatural, um, the supernatural was everywhere. Uh, immediate impartation, immediate um, passing on of practice and knowledge. Uh, I, I don't know. It's almost like if you were in class, it would take you a full semester for a moment uh, within discipleship. Um, okay. Heath, what do you think about all that? <laughs> all right. Well, I, I was thinking as you were talking that discipleship is, is actually not only one of those fundamental things that we all should be engaging in if you're not. Um, but the fact that there are so many byproducts from discipleship, um, mm -hmm. you know, it, it's, it's really kind of a, as you mentioned, like a teacher, student, mentor, mentee kind of a situation, um, where you are partnering together um, with with various outcomes. Um, there can be uh, all kinds of spiritual growth, all kinds of biblical knowledge. Um, just looking back at, at our own experiences, you know, for those that don't know, um, we've alluded about it on the website a little bit, but the three of us have been in discipleship now for several months. And, and so in that time has come um, studying the word together and, and learning new ways of looking at the Bible and how this 
basically living, breathing document is interconnected so many different ways. There's so many intense and deeply layered spider webs within uh, the Bible that I had no idea were even there. And, you know, I've been reading the Bible for the majority of my life. Um, you know, there's, there's obviously benefits for healing. There's, um, again, just uh, giftings and anointings can come through discipleship. And so, um, as, as I was just listening to you talk, I just kept thinking, you know, all of the, the amazing things that have come about from our time together, not just developing a friendship and a bond and a brotherhood amongst the three of us, but just the fact that we've been able to, to help each other grow and to see different things and to learn different things um, that we didn't have in our, you know, spiritual quivers before in our, in our arsenal, so to speak. Um, yeah. And, and to, you know, to see, um, a result of discipleship, healing and baptism mm -hmm. in the Holy Spirit, speaking in tongues and, um, you know, again, anointings and spiritual growth. I mean, th there is a lot to be said for um, why we need to be engaged in discipleship yes. and why it is a lifelong process. It's not just something that you engage in for a season. I personally think mm -hmm. that it's something that you that you and should be engaging in. Yeah. You, you definitely yeah. are going to want to spend the rest of your life in some form of discipleship, whether you are discipling somebody new in the faith or whether you are being discipled. Um, mm -hmm. You know, it, it's it's important, I feel, that as part of our our lives and our decision to um, follow Christ and to get closer with him, um, we definitely want to to be in discipleship. Um, and, and, and I don't even think I've done it justice with my words on how important it is but well definitely well, let's just add to the acquiring of knowledge the faith to uh do scary and bold things um uh uh, uh there's this um image of uh jesus is talking and i forget where it is right now but he's talking about oh yeah uh, uh you do not um oh you do not while an ox is treading you don't put the mouth cover over it. You don't, what is that? How's that go? I'm butchering the scripture now. Don't muzzle an ox while it's treading or while it's, while it's working. Right. Right. Okay. I'm going to run with that um, a little bit. Um, you definitely don't want to do that. But along with that, sometimes there's a team of oxen. Okay. And in a team of oxen, um, you have a, a, an older, more mature oxen, maybe even less strong than the younger, uh, uh, immature oxen next to him. But the point is that they're a team and the more mature one is offering something and then the uh, uh, immature one is offering something. The immature oxen is learning from the older, uh, but the older is definitely needing the younger strength. Now I'm going to add a little more scripture into this word picture here. Um, uh, uh, Jesus said to Paul, Paul, why do you, or Saul uh, at the, at the Damascus sighting of, of Paul, for, when Saul first saw Jesus, um, he said to Saul, Saul, why do you kick against the goads? And a goad, um, I believe can be like a cattle prod. <laughs> and so when when these oxen are um, uh, being worked in the field, um, they're taking it to the spiritual context again. You got two in discipleship. 
or a few in discipleship and they're working a project together and there there's the um amazing atmosphere of that but then you have uh oil because the holy spirit uh time together in the holy spirit and in community is a provision of oil so just imagine um like if uh, one of the oxen needed correction there's lots of oil so whether it's coming from the the driver of the oxen prodding them uh, it's not going to hurt as bad as if uh, and be as tiring as if the oxen was all by himself and like like the scripture says where uh two or three or more are gathered together i am there with them uh when they're gathered in my name i'm there with them and then uh uh three chords you know that whole scripture about uh three chords are stronger than one and, and we are being knit together um, in a community of Christ. My point is transfer of important, not only like life lessons, but faith uh, gumption, (laughs) like the ability to do the hard, scarier things of the faith that Jesus said, go out and cast out the demons, go out and heal the sick lay hands on them and they will get well um go out and preach the gospel um and then probably if you're going to add in the prophetic in there you know go out be bold with that word you have for someone and deliver it accurately you know and watch what happens um all right i beat that up enough heath what do you think (laughs) i i think that was a a great explanation and and a great visual there um, I want to actually ask Ethan his thoughts on discipleship and any experience that he's had thus far discipleship in his life. Um, so I know that's something we focused on a little bit over the last few months. And so um, just kind of want to grab the youth perspective as always, as we like to do and, and just kind of see uh, what nuggets of wisdom we can glean from uh, the young Padawan today. Oh, well, uh, thank you. Uh Thank you, uh, Heath. Um, So one of the things that I have felt as a, as a disciple and as a, as we're discipling, and as you said, we're, we're going through uh, when we've created this friendship, this brotherhood, um, and all the other experiences I've had with discipleship. um, It's, it's, uh here's an example so we're we're sitting down and we're reading a bible that's that's discipleship to me that's us sitting down and taking the time to learn uh from the experiences in the bible and to learn and to learn how to grow closer to god and how to how to uh how to how to grow closer in his presence and to, and to go into his presence and stay and just listen to what he has for you and to listen to what he has uh, to say. Um, And the words that he gives you to give to someone. So like I had a word for you, dad, I had a word for Michael. Um, uh, You, you, as you're growing closer and you're growing in that, 
that discipleship with God, it, it becomes, uh, it becomes, uh, uh, it kind of becomes like a father son relationship, um, where you, where he, where you're, you learn how to cook and how to, uh, do whatever from your parents. That's kind of how it is when we, we have a relationship with God. It's that discipleship where we're the students and God's the teacher, where we're learning from him and how to, how to be in the faith and how to, how to listen to him and how to just be in his presence and just to soak in everything, to soak in what he has for us, to soak in uh, the words and the, the visions and the, the whatever. Um, it helps to, it helps to do that. It helps to just grow a, a relationship and a bondage and just a, a, a father-son relationship with God. And, and as we've gone through the discipleship and at, that we have, um, it has been a, it has been a great experience for me personally, because I've gotten to learn things from both you, Michael and, uh, dad. It's, uh, it's been really incredible to, uh, to be, uh, uh, in this brotherhood, to be in this friendship, um, with you guys. And, uh, yeah. Okay. So would you say that there's been, um, an impact as a result of discipleship on your life, as far as let's just, for an example, um, biblical knowledge or seeing that interconnectivity that I talked about earlier? Um, yeah. So, um, is there a Good miracle question. that comes to mind? Is there a, is there a testimony that comes to mind? So there is actually um, one testimony is um, my dad, actually. Um, so he got healed um, by, by God. And it was going before the healing. It was just really scary and, and frightening thing because we didn't know what was going to happen. And, uh, uh, it was, it was just a really amazing thing to see how God healed him, um, and to see the miracles that God, to, to see firsthand what God, what God, the miracles and signs and wonders that God can do is really just a special thing. And I've always held that to my heart. Whenever I see someone getting healed or testimony, I hold that dear because they, they get to share that with me and, and I see it. So I can use that as an experience that mm -hmm. I've seen God do miracle signs and wonders and heal people. Yeah. And to even be, a part of that yourself to do the healing and the, and to do the miracle signs and wonders, because God said that we would do greater miracle signs and wonders than he, mm -hmm. which if you think about it, that's a really big thing. Oh, um, he healed, uh, he healed, he healed the blind. He, uh, he healed all these people that had diseases and illnesses and, 
he healed that uh the son that was dead and was being carried out um and his mother was with him that was to see that happen and think that we can do miracles like that is is a big thing um and and is i don't think it's something that should be held lightly um Ooh, you don't think it's something that that's good so so you feel the weightiness of maybe even the respect or fear of god and then and then um and then you're also experiencing miracles within a community and then you're also wanting to go out and practice your faith practice your knowledge in the scriptures um maybe since someone uh a few years older than you is you're you're watching them do things you're like you know i could do that if Michael could do that, I think I could do that, you know, or if my dad could do it. Yeah, I could do that. <laughs> what do you say? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just, it's, it is amazing to see how, how you guys have healed people. You guys have been in, in this, uh you guys have been able to do the miracles and healings and the and do uh heal this person and heal this person it's just an amazing thing to to see that um and to hear about it so what do you think that does to your faith being able to witness those things ethan it 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 grows my in my opinion it grows my faith because i get to see the experiences and i get to be a part of the testimony i get to say i was there when i get to say i was there when this person was healed and when this happened um and it's it's just a thing where i can say to someone who someone who's not in the faith and let's just say for example uh someone named steve was like how do you know that god can do miracle signs and wonders and heal people and i can go well here are some examples of that steve god can has done this for my dad god has done this for for someone else god has done this for samantha uh and okay so are, are you saying that there's <clears throat> power then in a testimony or being a witness to, um, and again, we're just circling this back to our current conversation, talking about discipleship and byproducts thereof. Um, so do you think there's power then in the testimony of, of you being able to say, Hey, I was a firsthand witness to see, you know, my dad get healed. And I saw, you know, a, a friend of ours at church get healed and, and we saw, you know, God provide this miracle and provide this miracle. Um, so you're saying there's, there's power in that testimony. Yeah, there is power in that testimony because you get to get to tell people what God, what God can do and bring, try and get them to become and try and build them into the th- into faith. Um, and, and you can disciple them. You can, you can teach, uh, you can teach them and you can, and you can say, you can say, um, you can do uh, Bible study with them. You can, you can, um, you can 
sit down at a table and sit with them and do a Bible study. You can teach them how to how to grow your grow faith with God and how to how to be hear in his God. presence. Yeah. Yeah. How to hear God. Yeah. Um, how to just be in his presence and listen to him and listen to what the words and what he has to say to you and and just be a part of in their growth with in their faith and in their and in their lives okay one one miracle that that came to my mind is heath when uh, a friend of ours in in church uh we knew she was hurting or you knew she was hurting yeah and you saw it from the the sound booth and that 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 episode kind of came to mind as a direct uh kind of teamwork miracle of discipleship there well what's interesting is that the the more time you spend with god the more you know, like any father, he wants to draw you in. He wants to draw you closer. He wants you in a better place in life. He doesn't want you suffering. He doesn't want you sick. I mean, think of think of any dad. You know, you don't want your kids to hurt. You don't want them to suffer. You don't want them to go through hardship. You know, but God allows those things because he has to maintain his position as a fair and just God. And one of the byproducts out of our discipleship has been being able to hear um hear words from God, uh, or the Holy spirit. And in one of those, that time you're mentioning, um, I was volunteering at our church's, uh, sound and media booth and we were, uh, starting a, a prayer, uh, you know, at the end of service. And I got this big word that, um, this gal that we know in church, um, desperately needed some healing. And so I wasn't able to leave my post, um, so I, I commissioned Ethan in my place to go down and lay hands and, and pray over her. And, and through that, um, there was healing. There was revelation about what was causing the issue. There was um, a way for her to, you know, make some different choices to help with uh, an aid in her healing. And so just because of that faithfulness by hearing God's word and then acting upon it, um, we were able to witness somebody actually being healed um, and to witness somebody uh, making a, a life altering change uh, for the for their betterment um, just because we were obedient and listened to the spirit and then went and prayed. And, and where would you where would you see uh, you would probably see some culmination of some scriptures there, but actively lived out uh, in a moment of need that God was speaking God was showing you, highlighted her scenario from the sound booth, uh, maybe even gave you a word of how to operate in, in uh, 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 well, for sure, laying hands on Ethan. And then, if I'm not mistaken, he then went and laid hands on her yeah, in basically, an appropriate way. Yeah, basically, I just, I, I grabbed him with my hand and said, Ethan, you need to go down there right now. You need to pray for her. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, and so really my putting hands on Ethan was very brief. Like I just, it was almost like a quick pass, pass and push kind of a thing. Um, yeah. and, and Ethan went down, he said, Hey, dad sent me down here to, to pray for you. Um, and he laid hands on her and began to pray. And, you know, again, that act of obedience is such a huge thing. And, and, um, as we've been talking about some of this and, and some of these byproducts of discipleship, you know, um, 
again, I, I'm just reminded of, of something that Ethan was talking about. I mean, I want to take us back a second um, okay. because Ethan, Ethan mentioned something when he was talking about the fact that, you know, we, we want to talk to people who don't know God and there's a reason why and it's not because, and I know that there are naysayers out there um, that, you know, Hey, we're not trying to brainwash people or anything like that. What we are doing, what we're doing is we're trying to share the gospel as given to us in the great commission of the Bible. And the reason we want to do that is because, whether you believe it or not, there is an eternal life and we would, we, we don't want anybody left behind. Um, whether we, whether we know you, whether we don't know you, whether we love you, whether we, you know, we have an issue with you at the end of the day, you know, we want to see everybody, um, in heaven and right. And, and, and if in I a better can, place. If, yeah, go ahead. If I can just real quick, the entire world was not only changed by, um, a man who, died and was raised again and i mean we now i mean time is named after him not only that guy jesus but um his 11 friends uh his 11 friends went with his uh power and authority and friendship with each other and 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 their lives completely changed by jesus and they went out with that experience and that friendship and that time with him and change the entire world. Um, and we could break that down so much more, but I had to touch on that, that that was like, that was that the entire world was changed by 11 leaders of, of, of a movement who probably didn't look like leaders today, but they would look like servants and, right. and, they, and they were uh, obeying what Jesus was telling them to do. And then if there were some followers, which immediately there was in uh, Acts 2 and 3, uh, 3,000 were added by Peter's preaching immediately. So there's some followers now. So then they were serving these followers and uh, these followers were serving each other, uh, completely empowered with an unearthly love um, that also changed the world. So they were they were engaging in discipleship immediately. Um, yeah, Heath. Definitely. Um, so I'm just uh, just kind of looking as the, the show timer is counting down here. Um, figure we might want to try to find a great way to wrap this up and get some final comments from everybody. Um, so let's go ahead and start with you, Michael. Um, I love discipleship. Um, like I said, I'm a byproduct of it. Um, I do also happen to love Ethan and Heath. They're my good, good, good friends. They're brothers in Christ, and um, how we kind of found each other was just um, not happenstance. It was more supernatural at uh, the timing, and um, and how God uh, put us together for a season in our lives uh, for God's purposes and for the advancement of God's love and God's word. Uh, probably Heath, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I would, I I'll, would agree. I'll end on that. I would agree. <laughs> okay. Ethan, what do you got for us? Um, but it is, uh, it is an amazing thing to, to be in a, in a group where we can learn from each other and where we can, it is, it is an amazing thing to be able to, to be in the presence of God and to to not just be a disciple with other people, but to be a disciple 
for for him and for his glory and for and to be and to have an act uh and to when he gives us words to have an active an immediate uh, an immediate okay to have an immediate I'll give it to this person and to just not just be able to do it with just with God but you can also do it with a group um and and I just I I have an amazing I've had an amazing uh, time just being a disciple with you guys and just being able to grow, uh, grow my faith um, as we're taking steps together um, to, to, to grow closer to God. And as we're taking those steps to, to build our faith um, together, I, I just think is an amazing thing. All right. Um, well, I, I just am sitting here kind of overwhelmed thinking about everything we've talked about in this episode here that um, I, I guess just a few key points that I wanted to, to bring back to everybody is that there really is some amazing benefit to discipleship. Um, you know, if, if you're looking to grow closer to him, if you're looking to expand your faith, um, if you're, you know, just wanting to find out, you know, really how integral and connected and and relevant to today the bible is you know all those things and so much more have, have just come out of our discipleship and again you know god god definitely had a hand in the three of us getting together and in, in, in our discipleship um that we've done together over the last i don't know what six seven eight months i know it's been a minute mm -hmm. um but but you know just having god's hand in all of that guiding and directing and and it's interesting that if you actually create an environment where the Holy Spirit is allowed to move and to operate, um, mm -hmm. you'll find that your uh, time together is beyond fruitful, um, oftentimes resulting in a massive download from the Holy Spirit or, or some kind of, you know, major breakthrough eye-opening thing that, you know, you've read that same verse a hundred times. And now all of a sudden, uh, thanks to your discipleship and your time uh, pressing into God, that you've seen a whole other layer of interconnectivity between the Old Testament and the New Testament, or, you know, mm -hmm. this verse here and this verse here. There's just um, something amazing that happens when we get into a discipleship relationship with one another, um, and, and not just, you know, salvation and healing and, and other things, but again, just your own personal growth and your your own relationship with God and, and strengthening your walk with Him um so again we've just got a few more minutes any other final thoughts guys before we wrap it up yes we need to pray for those who may listen uh for those god opportunities um to to experience this side of the faith if they have never um okay. yeah i i feel like the holy spirit wants us to really pray for people right now all right so why don't you go ahead and lead us in that prayer and uh uh, join with us, everyone, and, and we're going to pray for you and, and uh, go for it, Michael. So, God, we just thank you for everyone listening. And we pray that one, let's just offer up thanks, Lord, if they have been discipled by you and, and their lives has been forever changed. We thank you for that, God. We also, we bless um, people's desire and people's heart, Lord, for discipleship. If they have not and they feel like they need a... Uh, Oh, maybe a father in the faith, maybe a brother in the faith to walk with them. 
or a sister in the faith or a mother in the faith to walk with them. And Lord, we say yes to that. Bring the right, healthy, and, and a safe leadership person or right and healthy, proper uh, uh, teammate style person uh, to their, to them and their faith, God, and, and, and bring them God and ordain it, God. And then also that, that we may be sent out after a time of preparation in the faith and in the word and in prayer that you would give us a boldness and a season of life where we could step out and that you would also send that, that young man or that young lady our way or that entire group of people that may need our help, God, and, and that our, our, our circle of influence or sphere of influence uh, would grow in your timing and for your benefit, King Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 All right. Well, I just want to, again, thank everybody for uh, tuning into this episode. Um, we hope it was uh, of some value to you. Um, do want to redirect everybody's attention again to the website, rmrr.live. Um, again, click that link tree link at the top for all the socials and all the connections. Um, be watching. We, we are planning on releasing everything through podcast uh, down the road here. We've got a couple snags on that, but we will be releasing those through Apple, Spotify, and Google as well. Um, so keep the eye out to the website for that because that's where all the information is going to be. Um, again, if you want to donate to the show, there's a link to do that. Of course, we appreciate um, everybody's uh, donations to the to the ministry that we're doing here because all of that is turned around and, and put into equipment, fees, um, and, and other ways that we can bless the community around us. So thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Thank you, Ethan. Thank you, Michael, uh, for another great show. And Catch you to the Rocky Mountains. That's right. And uh, we, uh, we, we love every one of you and we thank you again for listening in and be blessed. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to Rocky Mountain Revival Radio.